Hey there, mamas. Today's episode is for the mom who is losing her mind. (laughs) Trust me, if that's where you find yourself, you are not alone. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Intertwined Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Zentz. I am a wife and a mom on a mission. I've got a passion to help women discover practical ways to apply the power of God's Word to our everyday stuff. I truly believe that our walks with the Lord should be seamlessly intertwined with our everyday lives. It should affect every move we make and every breath we take. So come on, let's do life together. You've got this, because He's got you. Hey, mamas, how's it going? It is so good to be back with you guys, back on the mic, back feeling like I'm not coughing every five seconds. My voice may sound a little bit more normal. I hope you guys are doing great and that you're hanging in there. We just had a weekend away, if you can believe it. Um, We went over to visit my in-laws. Tim's folks live on the other coast of Florida, so it's about a three-and-a-half-hour drive. So it's definitely the most we have been out of our home in however long since all this started, I guess since the middle of March. So I hope you're getting some fresh air one way or another and finding ways to renew your mind and your heart and your soul. And, um, you know, just a break from all the stuff, all the overload, everything that's coming in. I hope you're not watching the news too much. It can just be so much. I know we need to stay informed. My degree is actually in political science, and I used to be a Fox News junkie. I mean, all the time. And man, once I became a mom, I just couldn't do it anymore. It was just too much, too much overwhelm, too much anxiety, too much everything negative coming at me all the time. I don't believe we were meant to live that way. Um, again, we do have to be wise, but oh man, to bring, take all that in all the time and do me a favor right now, pull out your phones. And if you have notifications coming every five seconds from your social media apps, or especially from news apps, would you just turn those notifications off? Just turn them off. Don't let them control you. Uh, Maybe that's all you need to hear on this episode today is just don't be a slave to the notifications and the dings that go off on your phone. I know this is a hot topic on a lot of shows and um, episode, you know, podcasts and different things. But it's so true. And I did that um, back a couple years ago. I was it was just too much coming in. And I never had the dings and stuff set up for news. Honestly, I'm sorry to tell you the truth is I have gotten to the point where if there's something really important I need to know, I just trust that Tim will tell me and he just kind of guards my heart in that perspective. And I just leave that filtering to him. And I'm thankful for that. But, you know, even with the social media and the emails, whether it makes a noise on your phone or whether it is on that lock screen where you every time you activate, like you wake up your device, there are all these messages and things you need to read and things you need to do. And maybe you were picking up your phone to add something to your grocery list. And then all of a sudden, two hours later, you've been on Facebook and Instagram and you're depressed about situations around the country. And, you know, let's at least manage the time of when we decide to invite that stuff into our space, when we are in a place where we can devote the time and the energy and the tension to that, right? Don't just let that take over. So again, me and my soapboxes, but that one's for you today. If that's something you need, just turn off those notifications. The world will 
Continue doing whatever it's going to do, whether you are watching every second or not, but you will feel better if you're not inundated every five seconds with another thing that needs to take your attention away from the things that are most important. And that kind of segues into what we're talking about today. Today, I'm talking about, you know, for the Christian mom who is losing her mind and you are not alone. I have been there so many times. Um, I will be there so many more times. That's just part of, it's part of the cycle. And there is this negative, uh, I talk about isolation and how if, if Satan can get us alone and get us isolated and get us in a space where we're not reaching out to others. And right now I know we feel like, well, we're very isolated, but you know, we do have the beauty of being able to pick up a phone or being able to be on social media or whatever it is to connect with people and not feel completely isolated. But if you are feeling those voices in your head, the voices that were so familiar to me, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I was constantly hearing that record or you know, wow, you blew it again. You blew it again. You know, there's, there's this show called the Goldbergs that Tim and I enjoy watching and it's just silly and goofy and ridiculous and about as stupid humor as I call it, as I like to go because too much of it, I just can't take it. But if you were a kid in the eighties, even though these kids were, um, teenagers in the eighties and Tim and I were young kids in the eighties, but it is so fun to watch this show because you keep seeing toys and hearing songs and seeing all this stuff. And you're like, I had that. I did that. I remember that. So anyway, it's really funny, but the mom is constantly, every time one thing goes wrong, she's like, Oh, I have failed as a mother. And I say that all the time. Mostly jokingly, just to mimic her. But there are there are so many times and opportunities that if we're not careful and we're not guarding our hearts and we're not studying our minds in the right place, we can constantly feel like we failed. And that's what the enemy wants. He wants to get us alone and tell us all these things that are wrong with us and make us question everything that's happened and everything that's done instead of us, you know, picking ourselves back up. Sometimes we fail, we're going to fail. But like Proverbs tells us, the righteous man falls seven times, but he gets back up. And I've said before, I'll say it again, it is not about never falling. It's about getting back up. That is the power. It's not about having all the right answers. It's about knowing the one who does. So today we're going to talk about this and I'm actually going to, I'm actually going to read something that I wrote. Um... Over two years ago now, actually, and I'm going to try to do it in a way that does not sound like I'm reading because you can always tell when you listen to a podcast and they're reading and it's, you know, it's not as engaging. It's not as fun. So I'm going to try to respect your um, quest for a little entertainment and connection as we do this as well. But I feel like this was um, was a good one and just kind of helped me set my mind in the right place. And I hope it'll help you too and give you some great tools for when you feel like you're losing your mind. So Here's what we're going to talk about. I'm going to start right now and I am going to go through this. And I wrote this again. This was early December 2017. So, what I'm talking about here did not happen last night, even though I'm saying it happened last night. So, there's your caveat. So, keep on listening and here we go. Well, it has been a while since I've done this, but here I am, 2 30 a.m., and here I sit me, my coffee, my Bible, and my laptop. Those of you who have been with me for a while know it's not unusual for me to have trouble sleeping for no good reason. But this time, the reason is all too clear. It's me. Once again, my big mouth and my emotional overdrive have gotten the better of me, 
Once again, I let my feelings trample all over my hard-earned wisdom. Last night, we had a situation that was disappointing and frustrating. And though the whiny little girl inside me wanted to get huffy and blame my poor husband, the fact was deep down I knew he was trying his best and the situation really was out of his hands. In the moment, I felt that I handled it pretty well, all things considered. I walked away. Maybe I stomped a little bit, but honestly, there was <laughs> very I was very intentional about appearing calm, and I talked very frankly to the Lord. I asked him through gritted teeth to help me settle down and support Tim. More than anything, I just needed to be an adult about things. But that can be so stinking hard when you're just so mad. After five to ten minutes, I was not completely okay, but I thought I was over the hump. Well, in the hour or two that followed, my frustration continued to simmer. And you can bet that at each little opportunity, I got for being catty, snippy, or, well, just mean, it spewed out. Thankfully, after the initial two hours, I curled up in Tim's lap. Given the fact that he's 14 inches taller than me and twice my weight, this is actually a very accurate description, <laughs> and we made amends. It was a high-stress situation piled on top of some other stressful things that we've been dealing with individually and together. We had both Sorry, we'd both said and done some things that were not the wisest course of action, but it was time to reconnect and move on. So why can't I sleep? I always say my mess is my message. Everything I share stems from something the Lord has spent hours trying to get into my thick head. <laughs> In this case, to help me recover from my self-imposed drama and the ensuing guilt. Sometimes when we're struggling, the best thing to do after taking it to the Lord and asking for his forgiveness and wisdom is to ask yourself, what would I tell others to do? You see, it is often not that we don't know what to do, but most often that we fail to step back and weigh our situation in light of the progress we have already made. When emotions get involved, it can be so hard to be objective. So as I sit here in the middle of the night, I'm making the following observations. My prayer is that my hard knocks can save you a little time and guilt and emotional fatigue in your next fight to hold your peace. So what should or could I have done differently? I was right, I'm sorry, I was right to immediately take it to the Lord instead of just lashing out. However, instead of just praying, God, I'm ticked off, help me, help me, help me. Okay, it was a little more than that, but not much. <laughs> I should have picked up my sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. That's what Ephesians 6 tells us when it talks about the armor of God. It's the only weapon we have to fight with. Don't get me wrong. There is nothing wrong with a prayer like the one I just described. But if you've been walking with the Lord for a while, it's time to go beyond that and use the weapons that He's given you. Weapons which you receive by spending regular time in His Word to grow up in your faith and knowledge. I realize now that if I had simply thought for two seconds about what I could use from the Word, what scripture from the Bible, to apply to my current situation, I would have had no trouble using my sword of the Spirit to win this battle. 
If you don't, and I'll just, this is a side note. If you don't feel like you have enough in your arsenal to do this, I encourage you to head to my blog at jennyzents.com and check out a few other things I've written and things I've done there. And uh, episode, I believe it was five, I'll link to that here, is all about holding on to our faith in the midst of the chaos. And it's huge on filling our arsenal with over 30 scripture verses for you to fill your arsenal. When I say fill your arsenal, I mean, you know, and I always say a country cannot wait until they're in the middle of a war to go build their army. And we cannot wait until hard times come to strengthen our spirits. We've got to be regularly in the word of God, filling ourselves with his word, getting it down inside of us, trusting him to do the work. If you don't understand, if you don't get it, if you don't enjoy it, that's not your job. Your job is to show up. James 4, 8 says, draw near to me and he will draw, or I will draw near to you. That's the Lord speaking to us. Just show up. Just show up up and trust him to do the work. Okay. Get it down in there so that it can be there when those hard times come. And I've actually got, I believe it's a little video series, but I'll link to it. Something I've done in the past and it's called how to get into the Bible and get something out of it. And there's also a 15 minute God time routine post in there. So I will link to all of those in the show notes. So continuing on with this little spiel here that I'm reading from. When I woke up for the fifth time between 11 and 2 and finally decided to just get up and see what God wanted to say, this is the scripture that was on my mind. Set a guard, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep watch at the door of my lips. You see, I memorized this verse a very long time ago because I'm not blind to the fact that my mouth is something I personally have to keep a very close rein on. When I asked the Lord as I made my coffee at 2.30 in the morning, mind you, what other scriptures would have been a great help to me in the heat of the moment, I barely had the thoughts formed in my mind when these two came to my heart. Be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to get angry. That's James 1.19. And then the one I shared um, an episode or two ago, Proverbs 31.12. She comforts, encourages, and does him only good as long as there is life within her. Talking about the godly woman towards her husband. Ouch. (laughs) These sure would have been uh, pretty helpful in the moment. I might not have liked them at the time, but nonetheless, his word would have accomplished his desired work in my heart because he promises that it will. That's Isaiah 55, 11. He tells us my word, which I send out will not return void, but it will do what I send it out to do. So what did I learn? In the heat of the moment, I should learn to ask, Lord, give me a word for this situation. And I know that the Holy Spirit will bring to my remembrance the things he has taught me, because that is another promise straight from scripture. John 14, 26, Jesus tells us that the Holy Spirit will remind us of the things he has taught us. But just like I always say, the Holy Spirit cannot remind us of something we've never given mind to. We must be regularly in the word. We've got to be reading our Bibles if we are going to see this play out in our lives. And one final thought, I would also tell any of you to give yourself some grace. We all make mistakes and we feel, we often make these mistakes that we feel like we should really be way far beyond. Um, This is May, right? Well, in April of this year, 2020, was 30 years since I accepted Christ. And I'm still a mess most of the time. (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, geez, you think I'd be further along than this. But you know what? Even the Apostle Paul said that the things he didn't want to do, he kept on doing. 
and the things he does want to do, he can't seem to do. And this is in Romans 17. And that was all while he was in the middle of writing most of the New Testament. You see, sometimes we have to stop and reflect on our progress. I still have a long way to go. And that is the story of all of us who have been redeemed in our spirits, but still live in a sin-ridden world, right? But praise God, I've come a long way too. 10, 12, 15 years ago in our marriage, I would have vented by slamming cabinet doors and huffing very loudly. I would have been much harsher and deliberate with my tongue. When I Then I would have found myself crying in front of the bathroom mirror or crumpled in a pile by the toilet, beating myself up verbally, mentally, and physically for not handling my emotions better. I would then get upset with myself for being upset. Do I have any friends out there? And in all likelihood, it would have taken me a couple days instead of a couple hours to get over it. So I share all this because I don't think I'm alone in this craziness. And neither are you. Let's move forward. Staying in his word and trusting that with his help, we are making progress. We may have a long way to go, but we're going. And that's something to celebrate. There's more encouragement you can find. I will link to my series on my blog called Holy Hormones. (laughs) And I've said before, I'm going to turn those posts that are probably pretty outdated into some podcast episodes, into a good series for us before too long. But that is all about why I say we all need a little PMS, positive mental strategies. (laughs) So look for that series coming up before too long. But if you have found this helpful. If you have found this episode, these scriptures, these thoughts helpful, or even just humorous, would you please share it? Um, You know, if I'm going to be this transparent, I want to reach as many people as possible, right? Not just be here embarrassing myself in front of my computer. So (laughs) would you just click that share button? And I just challenge you, maybe think of two or three people that you think might enjoy this and simply click the share And just say, hey, friend, I was just listening to this and thought you might enjoy it. Um, That would be a great help to me just to help get the word out about the Intertwined Life podcast, because it's not it's not always an easy thing to do. And I definitely need your help in doing that because it's really in the Lord's hands. And um, this is what I'm offering up is whatever I can spew into this microphone and what people will allow me to speak into their ears and their hearts. And I just pray that the Lord uses it however he wants to. I hope that you all have a wonderful rest of your day, rest of your week, and just keep on going. Just keep on going. You've got this because he's got you. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye, guys. Hey, friend. If you enjoyed this episode and you got some good stuff out of it, there's a few options you have. One, you could click that little subscribe button because let's be honest, who's got time to remember to check back and see if there's a new episode, right? So click that subscribe button. And then when a new episode comes up, it will just by the magic of the internet pop up in your Dropbox and it'll be right there for you whenever you're ready. And also, if you would review this podcast, oh my gosh, if you like what you heard, get on there, give it a five star review. If you didn't like what you heard, just pretend it never happened. Okay. (laughs) But if you would do um, a review for me, just take a couple seconds and do that. Not only would I be crazy excited, but also it would just be a great way for us to partner together 
for you to help this podcast be seen by more women out there. And you could be a part of helping more women discover these practical ways to apply God's word to just everyday stuff. So I would love it, love it, love it if you could help me out in one of those two ways.